We gotta record. Let's go. Stop talking about it. So Carter, where were you this morning? This morning, um, I was on the bathroom floor for a lot of the morning. Texting you had a me. rough night of drinking. <laughs> you were boozing it up on Christmas. What day is it today? Today is Boxing Day, so a little, a little too much food there. So on, what, uh, did Christmas. you have two beers? No, I had to have two Christmas suppers. I had a uh, more traditional supper at my house, and then uh, a Ukrainian supper at Janelle's family's place. What so. was the traditional supper? Turkey, ham, yams, you know, the am family, <laughs> turnips, and, uh, you know, potatoes and that kind of stuff. And then the Ukrainian stuff is halopchi, and I guess holopchi is how they pronounce Whatever. it. How far apart were the two meals? Oh, maybe like an hour. <laughs> so it was pretty tight. So why did this not work for you? Uh, why, why did you have to have two meals? What what kind of problems could this have caused? Well, I have a hiatus hernia. Of course you do. Where the stomach, <laughs> of course you have a hernia. It's my first health problem I've ever had. And so it is where the stomach it, uh, goes up past the diaphragm, sort of into where the esophagus should be. So there's some constriction in that area. So you're supposed to have light meals instead of like big so heavy meals. So you don't have two Christmas dinners <laughs> within an hour. Yeah. That's pretty much what you don't do. And you don't eat late at night, too. And so so I, broke both I can just rules. see you had a little bit at each. That's what someone would do. But I'm guessing you had to be too polite. Too polite. So jammed back. <laughs> yeah, it's five plates worth of each. It's not every day I get my mom's Christmas dinner. You know. It's... Did you enjoy the second meal, or was it all pain the whole time? Was it all just sympathy or like guilt? <laughs> it was good. A guilt meal. It was good, but yeah, uh, they they always have the well. It's it's offensive to Ukrainian people not to eat everything on your plate. So you're like, okay. Okay, That's why you, you so you that. you you eat yourself into vomit on the floor. <laughs> yeah. Boxing Day. So that's how I found myself. I didn't have a good sleep. And that's like Boxing Day's got to be a big deal for you, Carter. That's all the deals. Actually, this is I can't believe you're on a commission for Boxing Day. <laughs> I know. That's like a here comes that's some, your Christmas. Here comes some wisdom though. A deal getter never goes out on Boxing Day because he knows that those deals aren't as good as what you <laughs> the, can get the on the internet a regular deals day. that you can get when yeah. you stay at home and. There's other deals to be had during the during the year. If you're persistent enough, you most people they don't get time to look for deals all the time, so they just oh, boxing day must be the best. When really, real deal some, getter, the real deals. So you called at about ten o'clock in the morning. Yeah, we're where are you, Carter? Oh, I'm on the bathroom floor. My I, hernia. I tried to fake it though at the start, not to say like, sorry guys, this might not work out. I'm like. What house number are you, Trevor? Yeah, he, he, he ignored. <laughs> he ignored the fact that he was sitting yeah. on the floor. What yeah. what house are you? That's why I'm calling. Also, I might have a problem getting there. <laughs> also, I have a hernia <laughs> from eating. <laughs> it's like seven. It's like a movie seven, like the the, the gluttony guy <laughs> just dead in his uh, kitchen cereal. eating beans. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> So I was I was just done. Well, this would be you though. I that would it. be your style to ruin the podcast yet again. Yeah, flat well, tire. So Car is sitting here all red eyed from throwing up all morning, but that's okay. Yeah. I want you to look now that we have a live episode. Look into my eyes. Do you see any red in these? Those are pure, no. pure white eyes. Yeah, you got some crazy white eyes <laughs> it right looks, now. I had like... a bit of an eye irritation on the weekend, so I got some eye drops, and I think I am addicted forever now because first the pictures on the box was just like terrifying like just pure white and black for the eyes I'm like, that's gross yeah whoa but, but now once you start like look at that gets beautiful eyes is, yeah. not a not a red line we can't go back <laughs> <laughs> addicted to visine you just look too good yeah. yeah like even 
you drop them, pull the eyes back, go way deep. Like there's no even red if you pull down. Look at me pulling I'm down. You're like, like that, rolling why up. are you doing that to your face? Oh, it's like a mannequin. Not even a person over there. So, <laughs> what are they? What kind of drops? Um, anti-red. Oh, so they're just straight up over the counter. Yeah. No crazy medical. Sponsor today's live episode played for paid for Trevor's plane ticket here. Yeah, why don't you get some visine for your puke eyes, Carter? <laughs> I might have to. <laughs> yeah, that would help you. I could use some shampoo too. Yeah. You good thing this is radio because I'm not use, looking too good this morning. You could use a bath <laughs> and a small meal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in moderation. And some not quite. I didn't realize you were wearing such baggy jeans now. Yeah, these Those are, are like those are loose fit hip hop. Yeah, mm-hmm. actually, these these are some uh, Levi's purchased by my dad. He's like, you know, you got too much of these discolored, purposely ripped on purpose <laughs> jeans. <laughs> we need Your to get dad <laughs> bought you jeans because you're sucked. Yeah, we, he's like, we need to get you some uh, good old fashioned jeans, some so, normal person jeans. Yeah, so he got me some Levi's, which look pretty old school in their blueness. They're not, you know, like kind of normal jeans. They're not got like... some sand and stuff in them. You know, that's a the pre-ripped ones, which I normally go for. I love that your dad just had it off of your crappy jeans. Yeah. So yesterday was Christmas, and uh, my dad, <laughs> my dad came through big time. Normally, he doesn't get me a Christmas present. And uh, <laughs> thanks, Dad. <laughs> so uh, I was like, "Oh, weird. It seems to be heavy. What is this? I rip it open. It's a hardcover book. Not no, bad. it's called No Regrets: The Ace Freely Story." <laughs> He's the guitar player for Kiss. Maybe my dad's favorite band. As we t- so uh, wait, your dad loves Kiss. He does. Back from his old days, before he got into the new bands like My Chemical Romance. So your dad totally strikes me as a Kiss fan. Now that I think mm-hmm, about it. Mm-hmm. Um. So you can totally tell he bought that for himself. Ace really is just a total loser. Yeah, it's about. No regrets, even though he's... You he know, has lots of regrets. Ace really has a lot of things that he should regret in his life. Yeah, doing too much drugs, getting kicked out of Kiss there every now and then. Getting bought back into Kiss for, like, a sandwich. Yeah. He doesn't make any money now. Paula G just found out he was so poor and desperate that they signed him to, like, an hourly job. Yeah. He, like, plays for Kiss by the hour because he's so poor. <laughs> he's, he sold his rights to the band when he was drunk. Well, now he's making money off no his regrets. book sales. <laughs> no regrets. No regrets. I just sold my life for a ham sandwich. <laughs> no regrets. Most people who say no regrets, they're just they're just hiding something. He has right. so much to regret. He has one of the most regrets. <laughs> That's what his book should be called. Ace really most regrets. So much to regret by Ace really. <laughs> no regrets. That probably is. Is that a very good sign that if you have to say the line, I make no apologies or I have no regrets that there's something that you should be. And on the back, the publisher of the book, Gene and Paul. Yeah. (laughs) The author of this book will receive 1% of the proceeds. I wouldn't doubt if Gene's probably publishing that book. I I bet he is, too. He's He's such a maniacal monopolist. What are you really trying to say, Carter? You're trying to say he's Jewish, Carter, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> You're a sick person. I didn't know he was. Can you hear the is, pause? Is, is Ace Jewish? Ace Freely. Freely, I don't think that's a real name, probably. No. I don't like that. I haven't read the book yet. I'll let you know what his Freely, name is. Freely, is that Ukrainian? <laughs> Man. My mom has a crush on Gene Simmons. Oh, yeah? I'm serious. She watches his show all the time. It's like her favorite show. She loves how, like, evil he is. 
which makes a lot of sense now that I think about it. But that's her guy. She's She's got a thing for Gene. Gene, Gene talks a big talk. Interviews, he's like, oh yeah, me and my, me and my partner, we're in an open relationship. And then, then you interview her and she's like, nope, not for 26 years. Gene hasn't even looked at another woman. Gene's just all talk. Oh, he's just marketing. Yeah. That's, that's what sells, I guess. Just get people to... What about your moms? Do your moms have any crushes on anybody? Who does your mom have a crush on, Carter? Can't think of anyone, really. What? Just the young boy on Canadian Idol every There you year. go. Oh, no, maybe when we went out to that Blue Bomber dinner, dinner I talked about, she had to run over and see uh, Clarence Denmark, this rookie wide receiver. <laughs> she got up from the table, she's like, excuse me, and then ran over to Clarence and started shaking his hand and saying how much she loved him and stuff. I could see your mom having a pick for, like, Dancing with the Stars, too. Maybe there's... She she's she, big on that show, right? So you yeah, think, so you you think can you dance? dance big? Yeah, big fan. Maybe she likes dancing. Young Maybe guys she's into the dancer. Wide receivers are kind of dancer type. Yeah, yeah. Usually, yeah. wide receivers do well in dancing with the stars. My mom's That's the type. Still has a Chris Isaac crush too. Every time I get in the truck, it's Chris Isaac. Oh, all the time. I burnt her some CDs, and some bum broke into her truck. She has nothing. She had a mop and a pail and a a like a half liter bottle of water and some burnt Chris Isaac CDs. And the guy stole her Chris Isaac CDs. That's bad. Nothing else. Broke into truck, stole a couple burnt Chris Isaac CDs. I know my neighbor was telling me, oh yeah, sure my God car does that. My car got broken into, but they didn't get anything except a couple CDs. And it's like, dude, if you're going to steal music, that's not the way to do it. <laughs> go go <laughs> online, get, a get some torrent. The chances you go to jail for that, not good. Break into a car though, man. See some serious time. Who steals burnt CDs? I know it's like I know Chris Isaac's tough to get. Like his old TV show, the Chris Isaac Show. Well, now you... if I saw if I saw that show in a car, I'd break into the car, no problem. Yeah, Trevor's been looking for some DVDs of that show, and they just never made it. I would go to jail, but I, Your Honor, do I get to keep? Do I get to keep the DVDs? I st- is that part of the? Do you have to give the stuff back? Oh, I think so. Yeah, if you get busted, if. I don't know. You could just say, "Oh, I sold it" or something. And then you'd be like, "Well, I'm not sure these DVDs are worth." You'd be like, "100 priceless." Yeah. <laughs> so you can't even buy pirated copies of it, or barely. Yeah, it's it's mess, and you can't download it. Hey, no. It's just like one sec. I'm gonna just crack a Dr Pepper here. <sighs> yeah, this is a morning recording. It's not uh, a night live episode. Otherwise, I'd have three quarters of a beer by now, getting all kinds of wild. Oh, you got to put that sizzle next to the mic, Trevor. Here you go, Brent. Yeah. Split a beer. Pass the Dr. Pepper around. Yeah. I, I'm sticking to water today. Don't know what that uh, carbonated water could do to my stomach. Yeah, it could explode. What if you what if you ate, what's it called, Pop Rocks and had a Coke <laughs> right now with a hernia? Pop Rocks plus Coke plus hernia equals what? Bathroom floor? <laughs> Pretty much. I don't know. When I was on the bathroom floor, um, thinking about, like, I when I called Trevor, I was like, Trevor... Do you have a bathroom like near the recording? Where, where, and he's like, yeah. I was like, okay, I feel good about that. I think the mic cable can even make it to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, we could do it live from the live from the toilet. And I, you know, good while I was sitting on the the the, um, the floor, I was wondering. I was like, you know, I wonder which bathroom Brent puked in. And it sprayed three quarters of the walls. I was like, if I was gonna puke, I'd want to puke there. That was next door. Oh, it wasn't even here. We should get the egg. <laughs> <laughs> um. What was I going to say? These pictures that my mom hangs up in my room kind of terrify me. <laughs> Are they the... 
Oh, he's the Americana. They're um, all old Norman Rockwell. Yeah, pictures, Norman Rockwell. Yeah. And they like they're like school kids, and it's creepy as hell trying to sleep with this. I was wondering if those are up there when you were. No, like, these are not my art. This is not something I chose to decorate the room. Was, what is up here though? It's impressive. Love the little computer lab here. It's two, <laughs> two, two bachelor degrees. <laughs> yeah, double bachelor. Hey, it's proudly displayed. Two university degrees. That's that that's gets exciting. you places in life. Yeah, edu- education is key. It, it, this whoever lives here must be very well educated. Two bachelors <laughs> right above the computer. Look at me. Mm-hmm. Is that my name? Yeah, that's me. You know, I uh, just recently got a frame for my Bachelor of Arts. I kind of lost my degree there for the last year and a half. <laughs> I didn't know mine were up here. One. That's what your mom does when you when you move out. You get Norman Rockwell posters and your degrees all over your room. Now, do you have an announcement to make? <laughs> no, I don't have an announcement. I have a speech to make. Yes. Yeah, apparently that's what two degrees gets you. Apparently, I ne- I'm going to need some help from you guys. Uh, I'm going to need help with uh, preparing a little bit of a speech. Well, I don't think I should help because I would just call back to previous speeches. <laughs> yeah, list of the best speeches of all time and compile them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, apparently I have to do the uh, commencement speech this year for my... Uh, Alma Mater? Yeah, my. Okay, I guess so, yeah. The school I went to and uh, we all went to. Yeah. Our, our old high school. For some reason, the graduated class decided it'd be good to get a 30-year-old unemployed man <laughs> who doesn't do much with himself <laughs> to be their commencement speaker. <laughs> you know what the... Carter, what did you say? I was going to say the worst thing I've ever done was... Let's go to school. <laughs> If I would have moved to Toronto and started this bad when I was 18 years old, I would have been a hot young Cup up and cover. Big time. Yeah. Now look at me. I went to school. Worst <laughs> thing I ever did with myself was go right where you're sitting. Yeah, and I taught all you kids. You made me quit teaching. <laughs> it's kind of like, I don't know. It's kind of like if you're in a relationship with a person and then they they break up with you. And then they like... Uh, Ask you to speak at their wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be creepy, like ex ex boyfriend at the wedding speech? <laughs> you ever do that Just thing where you have to give back the keys? You ever seen that? Give back the keys. You ever you seen that? No, at like wedding socials or like bachelorette parties, they have a bunch of people that pretend to be the the bride to be's ex boyfriend, and they all give back her house keys. It's like uh, maybe okay. Never, never heard of that before. There you go. Apparently, you're nice, not living. Nice story. Shut up! What are you <laughs> no, saying, Brent? You've got just some to moves say. you have. To, I think a move you have to do in the speech is turn around to the students. Be like, I'm just going to talk to these guys for a bit, and then swing your chair around so you're facing your backs to the audience. That's a cool move. And just talk to the kids. Yeah. Yeah. Meet Yo. me in camera A, as John Stewart would say. The only thing, and you should look up Stephen King's speech where he just tells everyone that life sucks, parents suck. <laughs> <laughs> you like. That's what you should base. That's what you should base that off. Just I'll try and write a it dose off of that. reality. Yeah, try and throw some reality in there. Be like, don't be like your parents. Eighteen years old. This should not be the best years of your life. Go out, do something. <laughs> don't go to school right away. School's Take some always time off. Be there. Go wa- yeah, go wander, go wander the earth. So you're saying keep it? I was thinking more of like uh, the Chris Farley van down by the river speech was probably where I was going <laughs> to go because I can draw on that. Very- Are you going to play a song? Are you going to bring up the acoustic and play a song for the kids? That's what an old speaker, a speaker from a few years ago, told me. It's the easiest thing to do is just take a guitar and sing some songs. <laughs> some of my new, some of my new songs, yeah. not, not greatest hits. Yeah, this- like, I'll yeah. play a few, 
inspirational Brian Adams Bon Jovi song, but I'd sprinkle in something new. So it's so still with the new album. And sale. nobody wants to hear. On sale. <laughs> on sale at this grad speech right now. For a special grad deal of four dollars. Then to make it a bit modern, since you can't who does a speech anymore? Bring a bring a projector. Show some YouTube clips. Oh. Funny videos. That's what every oh. kids. When you hang out with your friends of the future, all you're gonna do is sit around and watch YouTube, make a few podcasts. So, so I'm gonna play some YouTube clips. You guys seen this one? Have you seen some kid will be like, "Hey, did you see the lady with the grapes?" Oh yeah, that's good. I'll click. The classic. Life life revolves around you watching a series of YouTube videos that everybody else has watched. As long as you have to have one. You always have to have one ready to bring to the show. That's really a good... Yeah, everybody's got to have their one YouTube video. So every month, prepare a new one. Study YouTube if you want to be popular. You never know where you might find yourself with a group of people. Mm. And, no, and then when they show a few YouTube videos and they turn to you and go, How about you, Carter? You got anything? When you, and well, then when you, you go, have nothing in common with people that aren't your friends yet. You need yeah. a good... You need a good YouTube you need video ice, to break the ice. Call it the icebreaker. <laughs> Now, most of my YouTube videos are pretty racist. That's good. So, <laughs> I, have to, I always fall back on cat videos. If, That's a if good piece be. of advice. Always have a YouTube video. Have already. it always in your back pocket. You never know. You never know when you might need it. <laughs> you That's know? great advice. Maybe keep the URL printed on uh, like a piece of paper in your wallet because like sometimes you like can't search for it. or That was, my, that was my New videos. Year's resolution this year was to not watch YouTube videos at parties at all. I think I made it. You, did you guys have New Year's resolution? Um, or do you? No, no, I don't think. I've so. got one this year to get more germs. That's my plan to toughen up. I'm gonna wash my hands less. I'm gonna take the subway more. I'm gonna try and get sick because my immune system's terrible. But I think it's too late to say. Twenty five years too late. Yeah, apparently. most people do that at kindergarten. Apparently, yeah. I almost had my mom in tears. When bugging, you told her that? Bugging, bugging her about how she made me sick. Every time I'm sick, mom, it's because you kept me too clean as a child. And she's like, I was joking. And she was almost in tears like a couple days ago. She feels guilt. <laughs> so what are the worst things you could say in a speech? What are the, like, the stereotypical crappy things you can say? The future's ahead of you. Like, you, oh. guys are the, you guys are the future of the world? Oh, don't ever say that. that. Um, if you did do that, then just start, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that would be pretty good i think or like what's another good one everybody's good at something yeah. you just have to like most people are not good at anything maybe. throw some statistics out here how many of you are going to be failures and just give them like a malcolm gladwell book yeah <laughs> like figure it out you Please need to do a look to your left look to your right yeah. look, up, look down <laughs> look <laughs> you go to the five of you how many of you aren't going to make it yeah, your friends here, you're going to hate them in a few years. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Uh, hey, kids, stop shaking. Can you just stop twitching and shaking for a few minutes, please? There's going to be a lot of That's, that's advice so... that you could give. Just sit still and shut up for a few minutes. Yeah. <laughs> stop twitching. And don't end it with going, let's drink. Like all the so many people would and grad. Be like, you know, you got a lot of opportunities to get drunk in the next couple of months. You don't really <laughs> don't have kill to. yourself. Tonight. This is probably the last time you're gonna see a lot of these people. The um a bunch of the students want me to take jabs at the old principal. 
That's that's a high request because they really don't like him. They're like, he's not your boss anymore. And they're <laughs> like, you should stick it to him. It's like, huh, I don't think that's a good idea. No, it's kind of a, a reference. They thought it? that'd be pretty funny. So that would be funny. Hmm, you yeah, gotta, look you to your left, look to your right. That's a good one. That's a good one. And turning right to the audience, returning right to the students. Being, I'm just going to talk to these guys. You have to... Mm. I should demand a wireless microphone. Yeah, just walk around. And like... Oh. Go single out a few students, sit behind them, put your hands Wireless mic's a good idea. Oh, come on. We all know what this school is. It's going to not work. <laughs> it's an headset mic. Or I could, I could go without a mic. Just, I could be like, yeah. I don't need a mic. Here we go. I'm going to keep it real. Oh. And just project. That's even douchey. I, than a head- I, That's one step worse than a headset mic. Okay. I don't even need a mic. Nothing worse than a country music festival where it's like, I don't know, look how far away I'm staying from the mic. And everyone's like, and starts clapping and stuff like that. I hate that crap. Yeah. So don't you spend a lot of time at country music festivals. I do. I do. I don't think I'm going this year, though. Does your dad go to the country festivals or is he more of a rock and roller? Oh, he's, he got, well, he was. No regrets. <laughs> He was a fan of the country music, but then then it got a little old for him there. So, bought your pair of Levi's and moseyed on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> moseying on is a next, great next, thing. Next year it'll be leather pants, like all those rock stars seem to wear. Carter. <laughs> oh, I'm excited about this speech. I'll have to keep you post up. I'll give you different drafts of it, and you can rip it apart. Yeah, bring it on the show. Maybe take a video, put it up on YouTube. It'll be the next party video. Trevor's speech. Yeah, someone better not put that on YouTube. Oh, you, I don't think you can stop it, man. It, it's going to be there. Everyone will have their iPhones because that's what high schoolers have now, iPhones. And uh, they'll be taping it. Carter. Mm-hmm. What's Smurf Town? Smurf Town. I don't know if you guys are aware, but uh, there was a Smurf movie recently released. What? Yeah, with Neil Patrick Harris. It was one of those Roger Rabbit ones where the Smurfs are animated, but they're in the real like world. Like that was an actual movie? Yeah. Well, I guess the uh, marketing did not come through. No, it sounds pretty... <laughs> you know what they decided to do to market that movie? They, uh... Oh. I've always wondered what Brett does when I'm doing a segment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just to break things here. Because every segment I do, I never hear Brett talk. Now I know what he's doing. <laughs> he's just not near the microphone on the computer. You forgot this is a live episode. Just talking. Fell, Brent is just, just drifting in, off into space. He just fell into his own ways. <laughs> go, go, go! Watch the football game or something. Brent's like record. the black hole. You give him the ball and it just disappears. Yeah. It's back to Smurfs. I'm just timing how long it takes <laughs> to get to something. To get to the point. It took Carter no, about a minute and a half. So far, it's been a minute. <laughs> you haven't gotten Smurf down yet, but we know that there's a movie that nobody. Okay, knew about. so nobody knew about it. Marketing, what they decided to do, you know, and start run more commercials, put some online banner ads. They decided, hey, let's uh, paint a town in Spain with like 800 buildings. It's all white. It's pristine white town in like beautiful Spain, up in the hillside mountains, pretty remote. Let's paint it blue <laughs> for, for six months. And it looks ridiculous. They painted some Spanish town 
Blue. Blue. Completely Spain, right. Is Spain going through like an economic crisis? That I don't they know. I the guess money? the town needed some money. but Have they no pride? But Sony Pictures is like, okay, we'll paint your town blue for the Smurf movie. To get everybody just right hyped up for it. <laughs> They'll hear about it. And then six months later, we'll come back with the white paint and repaint it. So it's been six months, and the town, the mayor, and everybody said, you know what? We like it blue. We're going to keep it like this. You can take your white paint and get the heck out of here. So they want an ugly blue town. I guess so. But that's probably the worst marketing ever. Like, uh, a lot of movies do that, hey? It's like, no, we're not going to be traditional. You know, it sounds pretty good. They sound like they walk into the uh, executive room trying to be like the next Mad Men and Don Draper. We're going to paint with something. town blue. It's like... Red, <laughs> now I can see. We're going to paint the town red. That's the saying. At least yeah. paint the town blue is just crap. I know. It's just like not even like... Is Spain really the... The only place that's going to pick this story up is in Spain. And so, Brent, it took about six minutes to get to painting a town blue. Mm-hmm. That was the punch. <laughs> that's the punch. <laughs> so, I think we need to hire... It's, it's the hernia talking. <laughs> it's the hernia talking. It's not me, it's the hernia. <laughs> that was a good build-up, though, Carter. <laughs> Threw in a Mad Men reference to keep the hits up. Yeah. Keep... People, people searching Don Draper. Yeah, they'll, people are searching Don Draper. They're going to find the wisdom. Yeah. Well, we need we need to promote this podcast in new ways. We've just been too traditional. Word of mouth. We should paint a town blue. <laughs> we should come up with some crazy scheme. Tony Dad's stencils. During your commencement. Actually, that's a pretty good idea. Tony Dad's stencils is a pretty good idea. <laughs> just have the go-kart flipping Dan's outline, kind of like the Roadrunner outline outside of a building. Just do that everywhere. Just Dan's running into buildings. I still think if you want attention, a new direction for a podcast should be an Alzheimer's-based podcast. <laughs> just three people with Alzheimer's talking it out. <laughs> oh, just like the old cast. Like they just... For one hour a week, people with Alzheimer's talking about whatever. And do we get the same people back the next week? Oh, yeah. It's the same. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a brilliant idea. That's a show worth listening to. It'd be the same, but slightly different every week. Hey, you go, you know, it's the same episode, but you go back and watch that movie. You love that Jurassic Park movie? You've seen it so many times. Don't you wish it was light, slightly different every time? Well, now there's the Alzheimer's cast where it's just familiar. You get to know everyone's life story, but then there's they slight... They tell it to you over and over, diff- but just a little different. Slight difference. differences and slight fabrications, With I guess, confusion. too. extra confusion. Yeah. You can listen to them deteriorate. Some one episode Johnny's dead. One episode my brother Johnny, he's he's still alive. He's coming to pick me up tonight. He's coming four. to get you, take you to the dance. Oh, yeah, Johnny's still coming to get me, guys. Don't worry. What would it be called? Forget me not. Deterioration. <laughs> what else gonna be called? Hmm. It'd be uh, Simple Minds. Don't you forget about me? Is the theme song? I think. Or just be a polled cast podcast for people. Polled cast. Yeah. <laughs> Number one polled cast. We'd have to just increase the levels so high so people would Yeah, you gotta problems. get cranked the levels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a pretty good joke, Carter, actually. That was a pretty good audio joke. I liked it. <laughs> Not bad. Who we could have all oh, you know there's lots of money in like sponsors for old people too. Like all daytime TV ads. Yeah. We could call those people. Anybody yeah. that advertised, that's what you'll make a list, Carter. Make a list of the advertisement you see during soap operas. All the uh, denture, you know, that yeah. stuff you put in and cleans your I don't your know dentures. if the old, are the old people now at the right age still? Because I, I had to, it sounds like community service, but I don't know, it was just in middle <laughs> school. Some sort of volunteer thing, go talk to old people. 
mm-hmm. and it was awesome because then they all their war like i think it was is a, this like a tuesdays with maury kind of situation yeah well i think i played checkers or chess with an old lady and she had her war stories do old people now have war stories it's a little bit past yeah it is it's a bit tough yeah, what to do find. they have to talk about now the 60 yeah growing up in the 60s blah no but a lot of them didn't know a lot of them were they already they hated the 60s i think it's just a lot of racist they were probably stuff. like 35 in the 60s and angry at them so the 50s were their big time to shot that's probably swing, like swing probably music. prior to rock and roll pre-elvis is what you were looking at now so like they're just the most boring people there's like the greatest generation and there's like the stale generation and that's what we got now great i went to a nursing home yesterday i brought a puppy with a bow tie on it let him play with all the old people i did my part you so, brought a dog to the old folks yeah one of your sickly dogs or like worm a good dog? dog one of the worm dogs you, sure yeah. you don't have worms carter <laughs> maybe you have worms Maybe, maybe it's not a hernia. Maybe you have worms. You will you well, dangle like bread out of your mouth and see if anything comes up. It always, <laughs> it like always a predator, like an alien. It always flares up before big events, like during my graduation. Oh. I was puking at about five o'clock. You've had everyone... a hernia since grad. Well, no, I had this problem there in grade twelve and beginning of university. What? And then it was how nothing... old are you? Twenty twenty six. You don't yeah. even know how old you're. You can't tie yeah. your shoes. <laughs> So, uh, you've had a hernia for eight years. Well, and you no, it was just it? like, it was just weird. Um, and your be- dad's a doctor, but he buys you jeans, but he won't fix your hernia. There's no, there's no, it's, it's not a big enough deal to go through surgery or something. Oh, but just so, sit on the floor puking because you ate two Christmas every, every two months. Yeah. So back in high school, it'd be like big during big events, like graduation. Everyone would be like, man, that guy's gone to the booze already. It'd be like, no, actually I've never drank before. <laughs> And so other times, like before the musical and before a big test, like uh, a few months ago, and then here before the, the second ever live episode podcast. You got like, really just, nervous, hey? Just too nervous. It's too much hype. You know, the Macho Man cast was such a landmark experience. Oh, I forgot about the Savage cast. Yeah. I just talked to a listener there. Christmas Eve said I listened to that episode three times. Loved it so <laughs> Oh, much. I love it! Because, you know... <laughs> He, a lot of people have said they skipped that episode. <laughs> they couldn't stand it. Well, that's okay. That was for them to yeah. decide. I know. Yeah, it was a bonus episode. If you're a good person, you will listen. You'll to listen it. to this episode. If you yeah. have respect for uh, for for great the dad, man. yeah, someone. And if you're a new age degenerate, with no appreciation for anything, that's what I could bring to my commencement speech. Macho man, Macho man videos. Yeah. I just be like, so. here's your YouTube video if you ever run out of anything. And just give them a list of Randy <laughs> Savage only... videos ranked from like 1 to 10 with a synopsis of them all. Yeah, if you only print have... Out a, print out 100 sheets and give them all to the kids. Here's... If you only have one much man video, would be Cream of the Crop? That's a good one. Or would be old school. Uh... If I could find the Shine My Belt one. <laughs> well, I think you've seen every Macho Man video on YouTube, but uh, Brent came in here and he... Uh... He yeah, showed Brent, you showed us something. He had, this one, he had this one in his back pocket written on his wallet. He's like, guys, there's a group of Here's people Here's my new here. YouTube video. Here's my new YouTube video I found. Just made me think of if we had a time machine, what, if you wanted to document something that needed to be shown for future generations, you could travel back and film, what would it be? And I think... So you could be a historian yeah, of anything yeah. you want. Most they people, know you were there, or you could just be there behind the scenes. I think most scenes. people... Behind the scenes, magically. Like the uh, American anything Civil War. Anything you wanted. Yeah, I'm thinking early big. 80s... WWF wrestling should have been better documented than it was. 
It's because what I brought you was some sort of like, it looks like they rented a hall for some reason and some... put on a musical dance and show routine. And they got, but you have all these wrestlers, so let's let them. Be the horn section. Yeah, yeah let's, Hulk let's Hogan pretend on bass, to play instruments. Of course, Hogan's the bass leader. Left hand, left hand bass player just thumping away. A bunch of girls dressed up, kicking. And Trevor And everyone else just on trumpets, guitars, saxophones. It... 88. Swinging around a stage. They have a big horn section. What's the horn? What's the trumpet section? Jake the Snake Roberts and <laughs> Macho Man Randy Savage. That's a that yeah. is if I ever had a horn section, that's who it would be. They put their differences aside for one night. To, well, to... One of those men is still alive. <laughs> the, the the total drunk. Yeah, basically, out of the entire cast of people, there's Hogan still alive. Yep. Even though he barely, deserve, yeah, Hogan's not gonna last Hogan. long though. No, did he you does hear... not deserve to either? The stuff with his. his... Let's go into Hogan's kid his... a little bit. Do you his... know how much of an degenerate his kid is? Oh, he's yeah. such a total piece of crap. He like he pulled a Vince Neil, right? Guy, yeah. yeah, he, he just way destroyed some kid in a souped-up Hogan car. Then Hogan, do you know his response yeah. to that? Oh, it he deserved karma. it. The kid yeah. deserved it. it that was kid karma. deserved it. He was a bad kid. He had it coming. Yeah, that was basically. Is the kid dead or a wheelchair? Just wheel, just so the kid gets to live support. to hear that he deserved it. Do you know what Hogan said, kid? Hey, wheelchair kid. You know what Hogan said about he deserved this. <laughs> <laughs> he had he had his troubles there. Uh, so Hogan's divorce. You know, I thought divorce was fifty fifty. Not so. Hogan's getting like twenty percent. His wife is getting eighty percent. She got a better lawyer. Yeah, pretty much. Maybe she hired Gene Simmons, right, Carter? <laughs> you racist. Hogan. You know, wrestling's so. Uh, incestual he probably just hired like the wwf's lawyers <laughs> he, he hired one of his old <laughs> managers he yeah. hired mean gene <laughs> mean gene mean brother gene. I, need you to rep- my- I need you to represent me <laughs> yeah. in the ring no <laughs> in the court of law the <laughs> ultimate like, ring you know that's not how he got the genius to be his lawyer <laughs> yeah you know i'm not a real genius hulk you're the smartest guy i know i don't trust no filthy lawyer although i think nbc is trying to make there's somebody trying to get a wrestling show made like an 80s drama yeah, hour-long drama show behind the scenes stuff well and how good would that be the story is not out there because all the guys who like started wwf like vince mcmahon they'll never say anything bad and all the old guys who are saying bad things they're so old and bitter that you can't really trust anything there they is say. nothing worse <laughs> than an old wrestler that got screwed over by vince mcmahon there's nothing more angry and sad than someone that he screwed which is like everybody they're all yeah. so angry and screwed and yet they're loyal like dogs to him because he yeah. like gives them cereal for breakfast every day so they have to like kiss his ass but he's ruined their lives yeah. that's when it was great a couple years ago when like Mickey Rourke was like, he became a W, he wrestled at WrestleMania. He's like, oh, this movie, The Wrestler, it's about wrestling, it's so good. When he's just an old, dead, broken down wrestler living in a, living in a trailer with no His money. His family and then, hates him. And then he dies at the end, trying oh, to go for one more match. I haven't seen it yet. Was... You don't know he dies, but that's implied. Oh, okay. You know, because he has to turn away because his heart's going to explode just like every wrestler and he can't do it because he has nothing else. Mm. So the story of every wrestling, like, yeah, the wrestler. Yeah, let's make this guy wrestle in our league. And then they like watch the movie, like, oh. Oh, yeah, don't worry, that movie's fake. <laughs> you know when Springsteen does the title song, it's not going to be a happy wrestling movie. No. You know that that's a bad sign when they get him to do the soundtrack. It's Trevor, I guess your favorite part of that movie would be when he's in his trailer park at home. He, like, drags local kids and makes them play, like, his NES version of his, when he was in the WWF. He has an old Nintendo game, makes kids play it with him. Oh, nice. <laughs> thought that part would really hit home for you. That's so good. I need you to, need you to feel, I need to hear your, your joy. you like, these graphics suck. But don't you think that documenting the wrestling in the 80s would have been, like, really bad? 
Like, wouldn't there have been, like, it wouldn't even be funny. It would probably be really scary stuff going on. Like, the amount of drugs and, like, abuse and, like, molestation and, like, that would be one of the saddest things. Like, and the, the funniest thing is that the face that wrestling had in the early 80s was, like, like, let's make a music video, guys. Meanwhile, like, all these guys were, like, strung out drug addicts who were getting diddled by old wrestlers and like but, but it's pretty clear that's what's happening i don't know how everyone let it go yeah but everybody smiled and hogan played the bass guitar and everybody forgot about their problems for a couple well, hours. what's he supposed to do he doesn't have two degrees hanging on his wall he's a wrestler that's hogan what he does. on the bass get hogan to, he doesn't have two degrees he's faking playing bass you can't even fall back on that you can't even fall back on his yeah. musical career he's a showman oh well Man. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Wrestling is as sad as it gets, though. Ric Flair still has to wrestle because he has no money. Oh, yeah. Oh, is he in an Ace Freely situation? Yeah, he's in, like, a crap... <laughs> he's in a crap... He even had, like, a decent veterans contract with WWF where they just pay him just to be Ric Flair and show up and do stuff, but he couldn't do it. He had to get back in the ring. He's got, like, five divorces. He's got so many divorces, so many bills. Yeah. A thousand companies that he got started that all failed. Yeah, I read an article, and I read about I how much that... his life sucks for the first three paragraphs, and I stopped reading it. It's like, Rick Flair, no regrets. Yeah. 22. Yeah, I think it was... Rick Flair. Was... Woo! That's <laughs> the title of the book. Yeah. <laughs>